When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's a beautiful day to be in a trailer at Chick-fil-A, uh, where it is tailgate Tuesday. Bach and I are in the trailer. It's beautifully designed and uh, very comfortable. It's got heat in here, so you can knock on it and say hi. And then use your app to go through the Chick-fil-A line uh, scan, get rewards uh, points, and you'll be registered to win a tailgate meal for 15 people. Nuggets, fresh fruit, iced tea, or lemonade. Uh, let's bring in Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com. Hello, Brian. How are you? Hey, guys. What's up? Just uh, doing our tailgate Tuesday at Chick-fil-A. It's uh, our favorite place to be. We'd bring you something, but you're in Texas. You know what, though? Uh, today's seeming like a Chick-fil-A day to me, so we got uh, some down here, though, still around yeah. the way. But uh, always the Beautiful. lines are out to the road, man. I'm telling you what, they're so busy down here. Yeah, they're busy here all the time as well. Uh, but come on by. Uh, they get you through the line very quickly. Uh, the hot seat discussion is in full bore. I, I, I think we were waiting for permission. And when Nebraska fans walked out with 10 minutes left to go in that game, down 28-17 to Purdue, it felt it felt like we all had permission to say it's official. Scott Frost is on the hot seat. What do you think? Um, it's probably a probably a fair statement. I mean, I hate to speculate here at all. I think that I think obviously that um, this is not something that Trev would would choose to do. I, I and, no. I, and I don't think it has anything really to do with the fact that, that you know Scott's a. Scott's a home state kid, played there for, for the team. I, I think there's just some uh, disruption, and obviously the, the, you run the risk, obviously, of, of, of kind of fracturing things immediately once you get there. But Trev's been through the decision process like this before, right? I mean, he's had to make some tough decisions at UNO leading himself here to Lincoln, and um, it's it's definitely something, obviously, that uh, he's got to have his ears uh back to the boosters to hear what, what everybody's kind of thinking about. He's got to make his own assessment. He probably needs to ask for some some guidance, too, on how to kind of move things forward. I I, I personally am, am, am in the camp, though, that, that Scott will be back, but I think that there's going to be some things there that obviously that, that have to – there are probably going to be some hand-holding changes that, that, that probably have to take place. And what do you think uh, has to happen for Scott to be back? I mean, we've been saying it all along, kind of a joke, but also somewhat seriously. The, it seems like you, know, you would think you'd have to at least win five. Do you think that there's a way they could bring him back with just four wins? If they win five, it looks like they've probably turned a corner. But, you know, maybe just one win in these final three games could do it? Yeah, I, I, I think the changes obviously are going to have to be about the responsibilities and, and, and the staff and, and maybe reviewing, of course, where everything is kind of at and what, what things are lacking. Um, I, I thought there was a pretty telling stat this last week about where Nebraska was at basically with their return game, you know, with only having like I think 13 yards or 25 yards, I think, that for, for the season so far in the punt return game uh, until, obviously, um, this last week, I think there was a 13-yard or 11-yard return. 
that, that basically made up half of that. So I, I, I'm thinking that a special teams coordinator is going to be a spot that has to happen, you know, on that staff. And uh, like I said before on the board, I've asked questions. I don't have great answers. I, I don't, I don't know what an analyst can or cannot do necessarily when it comes to the getting getting there to the table and, and telling the folks, of course, like what needs to happen, what are the things obviously that you want to work on that week, the things of course that, that, that would work against your opponent versus, you know, having a person that basically starts out every practice, gets that first 20-minute period to kind of go through the special teams, a person that has 100% access to everybody on the roster essentially to, to kind of – get them through, you know, uh, get them through the special teams period and get them set for the game that, that's coming up against that weekend. I, I think that you and I, all, I think we would always agree, we would see eye to eye on this, the special teams has been a, a huge sore, sore spot, um, yep. whether it was, you know, the, the missing of the, of the kickoffs or the, 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 the return, obviously, in Michigan State. Um, it's it's cost Nebraska a number of games over the last four yep. years, and I think that that's something obviously that needs to be evaluated. Even this past weekend, where you made a kick and a couple extra points, you punted okay. You had a chance to fall on a ball that would have recovered an onside kick and got you mm-hmm. possibly within range to win that game. So even when it's good, it's not great for Nebraska. Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com. From a recruiting standpoint. Uh, COVID hurt Nebraska, but it hurt everybody. It had been 600-plus days since the coaches had been out on the road recruiting. They were able to get out during the bye week. Scott Frost uh, told the media that the response that they're getting on the recruiting front has been good, mostly positive. What are you hearing? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. In, in fact, in fact, I, if I told you this, you probably wouldn't believe it, but Nebraska made you know three offers, I think, on Saturday night uh, after the game or, or before the game, I guess, just on Saturday over the weekend, right? Uh, a couple 2023 kids, even a 2025 guy that's a local kid to Omaha, Burke. And the despite the fact that Nebraska lost that game, the reactions were actually all very positive about the atmosphere, and 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 I, and I think that you know Charlie Weinrich, the the kicker from Kansas, and Nebraska's got their eye on now said you know it hurts him it pains him to see where nebraska is at but when but when they he sees that nebraska has got kind of him in their sights to kind of fix help them fix things and make things better that makes him feel great about things so there's there's definitely a spin that in an angle and a perspective that you can obviously give to the recruit about about you know what their role could be there um but yeah there's been there's been positive reactions from from all the recruits going back to going back to Michigan, you know, and and, and, and what happened there that weekend? It was 45, 50 guys in the stands. There was almost forty there this last weekend. So yeah, everything's been fairly positive, and I think that would be surprising to a lot of people. Now you mentioned one in, in-state uh, recruit getting another offer. It seems like there's more offers out to in-state recruits than there have been in recent years, and there's also kind of the the narrative too that you're missing out on a few because some some other big-time schools. Uh, you have some commitments from within the borders. How would you say Nebraska is recruiting in-state, and, and does there seem to be more in-state offers than in recent years? Well, I think that, you know, the 2022 class and what's going on in Omaha, um, it's, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know how, how, if that could have played out any more poorly. And, and I think that there's some, obviously behind the scenes and, and some things that obviously people have to understand about, about the, that group of players, very high quality players, 
probably weren't going to end up at Nebraska. Some of them probably weren't going to end up at Nebraska in the first place, just just by the way that, that things kind of go with them personally. But I would say overall, Nebraska made a commitment to the players, the in-state players of 2023. Uh, they have gone out there and they've, they've extended a lot of offers to 2023 guys. They offered a 2025 defensive, like I mentioned before. I talked to a Benny Ngoi, uh who's there in Lincoln, obviously, uh, picked up an offer from Kansas here recently. And I just wanted to see, obviously, you know, like what, what he was kind of thinking and, and what Nebraska was kind of doing in terms of showing him interest. And, and he said, Coach Root, you know, was very upfront with him about it. He said, if you keep doing the things that you're doing, uh, an offer is going gonna, is gonna to show up there for you. And, and I think that that's, that's great advice. And, and, and I think Malachi Coleman, obviously there in town, has picked up an offer. Um, you know, there's some big-time athletes that are there growing up, you know, inside the state. Nebraska has done a great job recognizing that. And I think that they just need a couple things, obviously, to get them over the hump to offer a guy like Nagoe, and and they've seen enough from a guy like Coleman to go ahead and pull the trigger on an offer. So, so those are both very, very talented, long-rangey, athletic guys that Nebraska, you know, needs to add to their roster. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, um, it's obvious that Nebraska having a small class, but I think they were going to hit the transfer portal anyway uh, pretty hard in the offseason. Note that they have a very young roster and that they could use more experienced talent. How many transfers do you think Nebraska could take? How many up to how many? Well, you're always limited by, you know, what's, what's your what your total is on your 85. Um, you know, yeah. I, I think that Nebraska was – being very generous by thinking they could get up to 13 in the first place. You're limited by your super seniors and maybe some guys that you figured like in a super junior group that weren't going to come back, uh, whether that's, you know, Martinez and some of the people have been talking about Jurgens now, some other, you know, like a Cam Taylor Britt likely has gone to the draft. Um, there's some things there I think obviously add to the total, but I think you're only going to still get to where you get like 13, 15 guys. So you're, you're still talking about, you know, like, probably having you know 10 to 12 spots that you can't fill in your 25 because you're limited down to your 85 um so i i I think you know you're sitting here with a class of eight uh you're trying to get to 13 initially i think that they've offered no one guy i think in the last week or so offensive lineman from valdosta georgia that was an actually a high school guy and then i think they're going to turn their attention to junior college i think that they've got some guys zeroed in on defensive lines guys in in the secondary and then I think Nebraska is going to again go then and look at the portal kicker, uh, offensive line, potentially a pass rush guy, you know, somebody that's an edge rusher. Uh, and I think kicker is a guy that obviously could find its way into the high school group. I don't think necessarily in junior college as much. Uh, but then portal is a pretty big one. The, the Air Force kicker, punter, just kind of put his name in the portal a week and a half ago or so. So that's a guy to kind of keep an eye on as well. So. I, I think you're talking four or five guys, maybe potentially that you could see in that transfer kind of thing. Oh, and, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate to say this either. I just forgot about it. I think quarterback is going to be something that Nebraska is mm-hmm. going to have their eyes on. And you know, it was a five-star guy that just left Tennessee. 
there's some other players out there, obviously, I think that could end up leaving where they're at currently when the season gets a little bit closer to the end. Look for that stuff to kind of happen Thanksgiving time, you know, week after, first week of December. Uh, if, if there's a possibility, you know, I'll accept here that there might be a change after the uh, after this season. Where would you say Nebraska recruits itself to as far as in that top 25, top 35? Because generally I think like a USC, a Texas, a Florida, obviously they recruit themselves as a school to a top 15 classes and the coaches, no matter who it is, generally get that. Nebraska, it seems like, is going to be a top 35 type of class regardless of who the coach is. Of course, this year might change a little bit because of the numbers, but do you think Nebraska, just the brand name, recruits itself to top 30 type of level? This year, they're going to be lucky if they're sniffing inside the 50. I think they're going to be closer back to 70, and that's just based on quantity alone. Uh, that that low number hurts them significantly. If you go back and look at their the historical trending of where quantity kind of like starts to come in when you start talking about 12, 13, 14 guys, those those teams typically don't get above 60, and, and that's just that's just a fact. And, and some and, and obviously Nebraska is a Got a very you know level class with with three star guys typically inside of it based on the rivals rankings. Um, so I think typically, however, you know Nebraska's had some had some recent success on the on the recruiting trail. Though the previous two classes, those were good groups. Those were those were both teams. I think well at least one was inside the twenty. I have to go back and look at the other one. But I mean those are those are still some groups there that Nebraska is able to put together guys and find. And, and find, find and put together a group of players, obviously. So I think that that was uh, – I think they can still recruit to that level. Brian, you mentioned it. I want to go back to it. You said uh, you could see, you know, frost stain, but changes uh, maybe on the staff, changes within the program being made. In particular, where? Oh, I guess we lost him there. <laughs> he didn't I'm not like answering that. I'm getting he, out of here. Yeah, he didn't like that question. That was a question that I wouldn't have answered either, uh, quite yeah. frankly. So uh, let me ask you. Uh, assume that uh, Scott Frost. I am back, guys. Oh, so there, oh, there you, you there go. Okay. Did you hear the question, Brian? I did not. My call failed. Okay. No, that's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, you quickly got back, though, man. He was That was impressive yeah. uh, how quickly he, he got Verizon back. Network, man. Uh, you said you could see frost stain, but changes being made. What in particular would be those changes? Well, I think they're going to have to look at, you know, the, the, the possibility of changing some responsibilities around and move it and, and, and talking to some folks and seeing what's going to happen there at some various assistant coaching spots. I, I hate to sit here and, and think about, and, I, and I'm sure it's an agonizing thing for him to have to go ahead and even contemplate, given that all those guys followed him from UCF. And, but I, it's, it seems like there's going to have to be a need to go back and really evaluate some things that are going on there. Like I said before, I, I think special teams coordinator is something that he has to figure out how to slice it in. And that, yeah. and that, requires, a, that requires a full-time coaching position. So if you've got a guy in Bill Bush that's already there on staff that potentially you can elevate and put him into a full-time role, you've got to have a full-time role that, that, gets, that, that gets offered up to that. And then how do you then – split responsibilities that gets tough and and i just don't know how you have to kind of do all that and it's a show game but you're putting a new you're putting a new hat basically on the table to say we've got a role that we want to add here to full-time coaching it's then you have to find a way then to kind of splice it in and make things work and that's that's the one big change i think nebraska has got to look at yep great stuff brian as always we appreciate your time we'll talk to you next week All right, guys. Be good.
Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com. I, I actually would like that move. Bill Bush was one of the best recruiters on the Bill Callahan staff when he was here. He, uh, he obviously had Nebraska connections the whole time. He's been around college football, was at LSU, uh, been throughout the Pac-12. He's a guy that really knows football at a high level. I, th- I thought that it was a bargain that they got him as a consultant in-house. I wonder if that's a guy you consider elevating to special teams coordinator. He's done it in the past. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be a move that I think that, that would be good and something they have to do if they do get another year is, is address that special teams and make a, a lot of um, significant improvement there. Um, some other some other spots, I, I don't think you would touch the defense, in my in my opinion. You kind of, you know, unless you kind of get rid of one of those linebacker coaches to make room for his full-time um, special teams coordinator having two linebacker coaches. I know it's inside and outside, but, you know, that could be a move right. that you could look at. Um, but, but, I mean, the defense is not the reason why – this team is where they're at, and, and you know, it's, it's been getting better. You wonder how much of that is I'll because go. a lot would, of those super I would say they back. couldn't get off the field uh, on Saturday night, and it wasn't always the offense's problem that they lost to Michigan. When they had a chance to make stops in some of these games, they couldn't do it. Uh, they definitely need to get better. I, I agree it's dramatically improved. Yeah. And I don't know that I would get any rid of anybody right now if you're keeping Frost on the defensive side of the ball. Um but I'm, I'm, not, I'm just saying they haven't been perfect. Yeah, no, they haven't been perfect. This is far from a, a, a great defense. Uh, and, again, I wonder how much like how much better does the defense get minus JoJo Doman and Markel Dismuke and right. Deontay Williams and all They're those guys that came again. back. Yeah. And on the flip side, how much better is the offense and, instead of the defense yeah. leaving – or instead of the offense leaving, the defense comes, you know, the opposite comes back. Maybe you can uh, talk to, you know, get, getting your running back back and two yeah. of those NFL offensive linemen yeah. certainly could have helped. So, yeah. uh, But I, I do look at running back and offensive line as maybe two positions yeah. that might that look at a change if you need if Bingo. you need to make some. Bingo. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with the blog jog with Rico. We'll do it next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 